Welcome to Business Coaching for Champions podcast, the show that helps you make more money through setting big goals that matter, gets you effective prospecting tips, teaches you how to close that perfect client, and budget for success. Here's your host, Don Cunningham. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Don Cunningham, and we are interviewing Shelly Park of Park Place Homes. The title of this broadcast is fitting because Shelly reminds me of the female version of John Wayne, except she's never killed anyone yet. That we know. (laughs) (laughs) I've had the privilege to work with Shelly on and off for over 19 years. I've shared with her often what an awesome business person she is. She is a little bit humble, so I'm not sure she always gets that. But she is an awesome business person because she has run her own office for 12 years, her own business. She's one of the most consistent income earners when it comes to selling real estate. She has been an awesome teacher and trainer for her agents and provides an environment that her agents enjoy. And that's such a positive thing because there's so many agents I've talked to who just, you know, the environment sucks. And so, I, I kind of shout out for her because of what she strives to do with her office. Again, I have so much respect for this young lady. Please welcome Shelly Park to our podcast. Nice to see you, Shelly. Welcome to our broadcast. You know, I've got several questions for you today. So I'm just going to jump right in because time is short. You've been called several things over the years. Share with our audience several of the positive attributes you have heard. Thanks, John. One one other thing, and share with us some of the awards you have received over the years, and don't leave anything out. Shared athletic accomplishments, business accomplishments, so on. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Don. It's a pleasure to be here. So I do have a list of things that I've been called over the years. So uh, tenacious, fiery, pitbull, scary, decisive. And I do consider these positive attributes and compliments, even though not everyone might like being called those things. I take them in, in the positive spin, because to me, it means that I'm being true to myself and I am I'm driven. I'm I'm a high D, which is scary to a lot of people. I guess we'll talk a little bit more about that maybe later. But yeah, we will. You've asked about awards and accomplishments, and and I I kind of laugh at this one because uh, I've been don't, I've been don't no no wait 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 do not tell them how tall you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because um, I've got I, I, I've got some information follow up here with you, so go ahead. Okay, so I'll, I'll talk about outside of business first, since that's That'll so. Um, I have two national championship rugby gold medal wins with the Detroit Women's Rugby Football Club, and I am insanely proud of those. Amen. Those are awesome. I I think I was almost ten years older than anyone on the team when we did that. I have attained level three certification in Muay Thai kickboxing, which is the traditional Thai boxing, the art of eight limbs and equivalency. That would be like a back, a black belt in karate. But, you know, I use my powers for good, not evil. So I teach (laughs) 
at the age of 50, I decided that's the time that I should learn how to play hockey. And so I play hockey in a D league, or they call it the beer league with a bunch of guys. And I I forget my size is different than theirs. No awards for that though. It's just, you know, merely a feather in my cap that I said, Hey, I learned something new at this age. And even though my stick on the ice is slightly better than a hood ornament on a car. How, how many guys are on that team? Um, our team is girls? all guys. We have, it's all guys. We're all, you know, I, I think older. we did older. There's there. We, we laughed at the youngins that were 30, but the rest of us are, we even have a, a retired doctor who's 76 years old or something that still plays on our team. Um, but it's 15 people and, and me, one female. <laughs> Not surprising. Go ahead. The uh, real estate awards. I've been realtor of the year three times with our board. Three times. Three times you've been real realtor of the year. Yes. Can you just yes. share how how big your board is? I, I know it's not huge, but it it still says something. It's about um, two hundred members, give or take. I mean, we've gone up and down, but uh, if we right. just said two hundred, it's probably about right. So we're we're considered a smaller board. Yeah, but being being number one three times. Out of 200 people says a lot, but keep going. There's more. I know. Yeah. When I, um, I started my career at Remax and I went way back when, uh, 23, 24 years ago, yeah. I was the first person in our Remax office to hit their hundred percent plateau in just their second year of business. That's awesome. I was voted greatest of our Great Lakes Bay region, uh, best realtor twice. And wow. that's a, a, a much larger conglomerate. So, for instance, um, we're give you an idea. We're an office of typically right, right on eight to 10 agents. And in the Great Lakes Bay region, we probably have over 500 realtors. Oh, wow. And we're just small fish in the sea there. When one of the years when I did not win the greatest of the great, uh, my office received the honor of the best real estate office. Wow. And then one of the next years, one of my agents received that award as well. The greatest of the Great Lakes Bay. So That's awesome. yeah, it's, it, to me, Kinda it says a lot. You. Yeah, it, it does speak. To, I, I've got, we're going to talk a little bit about this later, but it does say something about your, the organization, the office rapport, the office environment, the encouragement, the challenging that you do in your office meetings, and you're pretty consistent on the office meetings, which is, again, a, a very positive. So keep going. Well, I think the only other one I have that I was that um, entering my third round of president You've been this year of your board, president of the board for the times? third time. Wow. Yep. Yep, we had some uh, some saw major you coming. changes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some major changes this year, and they asked me to get in line because uh, we had our EO of thirty plus years retire this year. So wanted some experience in the presidential position. So oh, okay, all right. So that's a, that's quite a bit. You know, and, and I'm sure that uh, that people will understand your success when they learn that you're six four, <laughs> around 195 pounds of solid muscle. Oh wait, I must 
<laughs> wrong, reading the wrong page. How tall are you? Uh, I think it's like three foot nine or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, it's it's always the small dogs you have to watch out for. The ones that, those, <laughs> those yappers. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's me, and I'm five foot one, and pretty much at my finest when I'm tackling or punching or all in for something. So I work as hard as I play. That's why we don't let you have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, I, I mean, just let me, let me just share it with the audience. You're, you're a beautiful young lady. You're married, a mother of one awesome teenage girl named Sydney. Uh, sometimes you have one or two dogs and sometimes you have more than you can count. So, <laughs> so really, how did you accomplish all those awards? And let me let me let me throw in a, a different question, an additional question to that. All in all, this business is not anywhere as easy as people may think. Have you made it in real estate? If if I remember correctly, Park Place Homes uh, started in one of the worst real estate years of our lives, and and, and most of us who have been around for a while will remember two thousand eight. Not very happily, but we will. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I gave you a lot there. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, you know, um, I kind of use the example as, as I was thinking about what you're saying here that, and the title then of our podcast, The True Grid, is that for me, rugby and Muay Thai were just straight out grit. I am small. So, I need to prove myself. And I think I've taken that to every aspect of my life. So extra tenacity, extra grit. And I will also say that I, you know, in both of those sports, I was not a natural at it, but I, I systematically sat down, you know, listened and learned and focused and figured out how to, you know, improve and, and how to do it. And um, I think that translates into my business life. And, you know, another example, I played my very first rugby match when I was at Michigan State and I broke my hand right below my pinky finger in the middle of the first game. And by the end of the second game, and I continued playing by the end of the second game, my hand was about the size of a softball, but I was not going to stop because I wasn't going to go up to these impressive women and say, I think I broke my pinky and I can't play anymore. I mean, I was not going to show weakness here. So as, as I compare that to the rest of my life, it's the same answer. It's grit, it's tenacity, it's uh, hard work and systematic hard work. So right. um, you talked about then me opening up the business in 2008 Obviously, there was a catalyst for that. It was something that you know, wasn't 100% planned to happen right then, but there's no time like the present sometimes, right? Just go. Right, right. I remember this well. I didn't want to wait for someone else to do what I thought was a better way. So you make your own business. Right. When I started in real estate, I remember being at the office really late like nine, 10 o'clock at night, one night. And 
deciding after I'd heard a speaker at a convention that the average person stays in their first starter home three to five years, that I was going to make my own business. And I pulled out the old black and white MLS book. There you go. I just dated the <laughs> that was um, a big book. Yeah. And I went to the price range from back then that I felt was the hottest price range in our in the current market. And I started making lists and calling those people and saying, I have a strange question for you. Most people that own their homes like yours stay in about three to five years. And I know you bought your house three years ago. Have you considered moving? And I listed and sold homes from doing that. And I keep that story because, you know, you have to, you have to do your own thing. You have to do what's right for you and you have to make your own business. So when I made that jump in 2008, a month later, Dow Corning, who's one of our major employers in Midland area, uh, announced a 630 employee reduction from our Midland location. That's a big portion of your business. Uh, that's a big portion of, of of Midland being without work, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I, I had to take a deep breath at that point, but I had to. You know, I, I've always had this <laughs> this watch me attitude. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hold my beer. Watch this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that can end badly sometimes, but um, that was not in the cards. It was, I was not going to let it end badly because I had, I had really stuck my neck out and said, I'm going to do this. And I was not about to admit any kind of defeat at that point. Yeah. Can I interject right there for just a second? One of the things I, one of the things I remember is I learned that about you. You don't tell Shelly Park that she can't do something unless you want her to do that something. (laughs) Uh, unfortunately, I knew you almost too well, so you could spot if I was trying to use that on you. But I did try several times. I think there may have been one or two times that I that I pulled it off, but <laughs> it, it didn't work after that because you knew I you knew I was going with that. But yeah. I think there are a lot of people out there who have driven to success with that simple attitude: "Tell me I can't do it, and I'll show you I can." and and it 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 does have its very very good points. It does have some challenging issues with it too. But go ahead, keep going. Oh uh, yeah, I did have one story from that though. If you okay. would, if like, so I made those phone calls, listed a few homes, sold them from that, and started building my business. Eighteen years later, I get a phone call from a good client of mine. Now his name is Tom, and he told me that I had called him with one of those phone calls back then. And he was so impressed with my pitch and my you know, tenacity to do that, that he followed my career for 18 years and then called me when he was ready to sell all his rental properties. And so we sold a couple a year for the next five years. That's a great story. That's a great story. And, and I think it's, it, it's also a, a statement that needs to be heeded by those who are listening too, because bottom line is, is that you treat everyone like they're solid gold, no matter what, you never know where that business is coming from. And so many stories like this, where they all of a sudden, somebody comes out of the woodwork after 18 years, which is really amazing, but uh, it's very yeah. cool. Very it was. 
So when, when I first met you, uh, I'm, I'm going to admit to this because you threw that word in there. You kind of scared me a little. I knew you were a high D, you know, a dominant personality. You were, let's say, a little too direct, maybe even harsh. You seem to kind of want everyone to join your world. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Okay. All um, right. I, I'm going to say that that is not untrue. <laughs> I know honesty is one of your qualities, but go ahead. Uh, so I, I, I know that you're um, what, what changed with that is uh, I think, you know, people mature, people grow up. Yeah. You know, my mom, the, the old adage, you know, you get more bees with honey is uh i think i heard that an awful lot in my early days and what does that mean what, anyway do you want to you want to collect bees no just means be sweeter <laughs> and, and and that's 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 tough i'm not i'm not the warm fuzzy person my mom is the i who you right. know, walks in the room and compliments everybody and i walk in the room to get down to business let me interject because this, that's part of the question here. You've changed dramatically over the last few years. What changed you? You're almost sweet. Yes, yeah. Again, there's that honey thing. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, the maturity mostly, but also um, I don't know if we have any uh, Hamilton fans here, but um, sm smile more, talk less. And. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I learned that I can still be very direct. I don't have to be that high eye like my mom is. Uh, obviously, I've learned to bring, you know, soften things up a little bit, but I can be direct by asking questions and by asking lots of questions of buyers and sellers in a fairly direct fashion. So you find out the pain points, you identify their needs faster. And by being able to funnel things down very quickly, especially with buyers. So, you know, right. this house isn't perfect. You, you said you rated it a six. What would make it an eight? Well, if it had that extra bathroom. Okay, so that extra bathroom really is important to you. Yes. Right. Now I funneled that search down with just one very specific question and then and confirmed it. And and so I'm more efficient with my time. Yeah. So that directness works, but I don't have to bulldoze to get there. OK, so one of the things that you touched on was that questions, questions are very important. And, and I've been sharing this for years. Questions really are the answer. And, and, you know, Zig Ziglar said it best when he said, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Uh, a lot of agents go out there and they hit it really hard and share all of their accolades and, and all of the things that they've done and how wonderful they are. And you should list with me, be, even though I'm a little bit more expensive, but I am awesome. That is a prescription for failure for most people. Because really, it does say exactly what he says. People don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. And the only way, and I've, 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 I've searched this out all my coaching career, 
I don't see any way to show how people how you care other than asking questions because that's that that's just one of the keys. And for you, it also creates a promptness, a uh, uh, a systematic way to move through the process more swiftly. You'd be surprised how many agents never ask questions. They pull up their sheets. They show them houses. They say they do, they have one question. What do you think? Well, you're not going to get much out of what do you think. You got to you got to narrow those questions down. So, uh, good job out there. And I think that's that's an awesome statement of why you've been so successful but it's also part of why why you're almost sweet too so <laughs> <laughs> so business wise what have you what have you learned this year from covid both business and personally give yourself some grace and that was a very very tough lesson for me to learn so i i'm I'm going to be completely honest here. I have felt like I didn't do anything right during COVID. So we were, we were non-essential here in Michigan as realtors. Right. So we had eight weeks where we couldn't even walk out the door to pull a sign out of a yard. I mean, it was just, we could not do these things. I had, my daughter struggling with the the new school system and, and the teachers were struggling with it. She was struggling with it. And she got very depressed and anxiety from not being able to do school and do her social things and play hockey and all those things. So, you know, I feel I feel like I was failing as a mother and, and a therapist on that that range and then we had you know, our whole family gained weight so you know there I failed as the personal <laughs> trainer and the nutritionist too so it it got it was tough until I, I talked to I had a virtual happy hour and it was probably three months into it with a couple of my friends and what seemed like their lives were all together and positive and doing well via Facebook and social media. When I got on the phone with them, they were going through all the same things that I was going through. And we were all feeling like, boy, I, I don't have this together. I mean, this, this is my circus and these are my monkeys and they are flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I love when um, you bring your monkeys into this. We didn't even talk yes. about how many monkeys you have. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about my monkeys. <laughs> but it, it was it was really an eye opener. I felt vindicated. And this is where you learn some of the hard lessons. And what you do with that is what makes the difference in success. So what I did in business that I did well was I stayed in contact with my clients. I, I initiated more written, handwritten notes, more emails, more phone calls, more, you know, I checked in with them because I knew that, you know, they were, they're going through this too. So I did that well. So did, wait, I want to ask you, did you, did you feel like doing it? I mean, because it, you, you must've been excited to get up every morning and write <laughs> those notes, right? No, no, <laughs> uh, I did not feel like doing it. Um, and 
and, and the piece that I learned from this that I'm going to do differently as I start my biz, business planning now is that I should have, because I am a systems person, I am a numbers person. Right. If I want to make $200,000 or $300,000 in commission this next year, I can back that down to knowing I need to do X number of calls a day to get X number of listing appointments to get. And that is how my brain works. Right. So what I failed to do, not knowing what was going to happen is to sit down and give myself a new system for right. at home. And right. what does it look like? And maybe it's, you know, it's, it's scheduling, but it's also, I'm not out on the road. I'm not face to face with people. So what am I going to do besides eat, which was awesome, but not. Uh, and so as I do my business planning now for this next year, I'm going to work through two different plans, right. one for a more normal situation and one for the what if we are stepped back and we are not going out face to face again. How is my business going to look there? Right. Um, and the other thing that I, I did was I spent a lot of time communicating with my agents and my team and helping to keep that ship afloat and keep their motivation up as much as possible because they all had questions as well. So never let them see you sweat, right? <laughs> yeah, that's good, John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me, let me interject one, one thought as you were talking, I, I noticed something that you said that that is so, so really important. One of the things that I try to share often is, is it, it really isn't what happens to you. It's what you, how you respond that really makes the difference. And that one question that you said, you know, what else, what else could this mean? And, and so many people accept failure, trauma, all of that stuff as the total end result. And they never go back and ask that question. Well, this is painful. What else could it mean? What am I, what, what's happening here? What, what am I, what am I learning and how can I apply it to my business from this place forward? So good, good call on that because that's uh, so many people don't do that. What else could this mean? Cause it does, it feels like disaster. It feels like the end of my life, but it isn't. So what else can it mean? So go ahead, finish up. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your chain, train of thought. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I do. So anyway, go ahead. Um, right. So, yeah, I believe from the pandemic and from everything that I learned that it is it is 100%, well, I guess it's 50-50. 50% is systems and 50% is communication because I need to have my systems to know, to check those boxes, to know that if I keep doing these things, things will come back. Good things will happen. And uh, if I keep the communication lines open, and this is a, a little bit of a tangent, but one year, and I believe it was the year I had my best sales year in business, I made the commitment to myself to not take the easy road with communicating. The easy road to me is sending a text or an email. The tough road is picking up that phone because we've gotten so far away from it. 
And so I made that commitment that I'm going to talk to my sellers, you know, verbally on the phone or face to face. I'm going to talk more, text less. And I believe it made a, a big impact on my business. And, and I know that that is one of my goals for 2021 is to get back to more of those personal touches that we all have lost because it's so impersonal and distanced these days. Yeah, and that's not that's not just COVID. That's that's the reality of technology and so on and so forth. And when people realize when when you realize that that real estate is a relational business, it's totally relational. You know, we don't have to go out and buy widgets and 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 try to sell them. We don't have to stock up with inventory. We've got millions and millions of dollars worth of inventory to choose from. We didn't pay a dime for. And so one of the things is, is, is how do you treat your inventory? Do you walk right past it or do you talk to them? And, and that's, that's, that's one of the keys. I, I, I do believe this was a challenge for you at a, at a point in your life. I don't believe it's a challenge for you quite so much today. Would you agree? Because I've been able to recognize it. Right identify what needs to happen. No, I, I feel like I have gotten past the threshold and am turning things the direction they need to go. And and I did. I have given myself that grace to say, yeah, this is this was this was not ideal. But you know, challenges happen and like you said, it's it's what you do next with them. And I'm accepting of everything that happened. And I see that I did a lot of things right. So now I just get back on track and um, remember the mistakes and move forward from them. Right. So this, this, uh, this last question, I want to wrap it up with this question, but is going to sound a little self-serving. It's really not meant to be, but it's going to come out that way. I think. You and I have coached on and off for about 18 years. You've hired me. You fired me <laughs> several times. And for whatever reason, you come back. There, There is a time when, as a coach, you got to learn to let go, let, let the client fly on their own, because everybody's not going to be there for 18 years. But you know, I mean, it's 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 hard to to watch your client leave, and 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 so on and so forth. But maybe you could tell the audience why the going and the coming back, and and uh, because I hope this has more to do with you than me. But I'm I'm giving it to you straight, so you can tell them honestly. And uh, you know, I, I we we always have somebody to edit, so if I if I need to do that. <laughs> I will, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. So Give it to um, me straight. It, it's ebbs and flows. So um, things go in cycles. And, you know, at first when I started working with you, I was, I want to say I was my, it was my second year in business, maybe my third. Anyway, yeah. um, we went from, you know, I, 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 50% more the next year than 50% more the year after that. So, I learned many of those systems, if not all of those systems from you, and they fit my 
personality style and I'm a numbers person. My dad has a PhD in mathematics and statistical mathematics. So numbers are really kind of cool to me. Um, A lot of people cringe at that, but, (laughs) but then, you know, the next round, it was a, I'm, I'm, I need assist. I'm going to more of, I need assistance. I need a team. I need to prepare. I think in there, one of the times was I was preparing because um, we were starting a family and I knew that I was going to have downtime that I couldn't be there. So how do we, how do we build that? So it was changes within the business. When I started the company, you helped me start the company. When I needed to build and recruit, you helped with that. When a lot of the time it was even helping me to help the other agents with where they were in business. So at some point it became less of a, how do I help you with buying and selling homes and more of a, how do I help you keep your head on your shoulders and do all of these things? So we touched on family life a bit. We touched on building, recruiting, maintaining park place homes, and we touched on building, maintaining whatever for Shelley park as well. So things evolved to what they need to be. And you filled those voids when I needed assistance in different areas. It's, it's not always just the same thing, cut and dry. Right. Well, I, I gotta tell you, every time you fired me, I missed you for a while. And, 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 and then every time you call me back, I, I was, I was grateful. I, I, I enjoyed working with you. I didn't fear you after the first year. Uh, I knew you and I, I enjoyed working with you. You know, I mean, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. I think one of the things that has always inspired me, and I, I shared it at the beginning, is I have such great respect for you for the things that you've dealt with, the challenges that you've faced. You always hit them. Yeah, I mean, even recently, you, you, you told me that, you know, God, I was just so down. I was just so down. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just, couldn't figure it out at that point and yet it was just i i don't know i i don't want to overstate it but it seemed like it was just a few hours later you finally realized hey i gotta i gotta stop this this is not this is not this doesn't work for me and you went back to your systems and and you got back into the world and and frankly you've done actually done a pretty good job in uh 2020 even with the challenges that you face, being non-essential, every real estate company was not in that box. Uh, a lot of them may have started for a month or so, but then they 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 got back into it. You were you were non-essential for four months, and that basically non-essential means you can't do anything. You can't really communicate with uh, with buyers and sellers. I mean, you could talk to them on the phone, I think, but that's about it, right? Right. Right. So uh, I commend you for your business. I commend you for the way that you work with your agents. You teach, you train, you know, uh, and that's a big struggle for uh, for a lot of brokers. But uh, you hang in there every every week. You create contests. You you know you spend your own money to to supply those those uh, uh, winners. And uh, like I said before several times, I just respect you even though you're not six, four and muscle mass, (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, I, I am muscle mass. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I didn't want to get into the weight because I thought that would <laughs> that, that would be too personal. Uh, besides, I've had to deal with the same thing. That refrigerator is closer than anything else in this house. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. when you're counting your that. steps and you and you know that your steps are from you from your seat to the refrigerator on a daily basis, <laughs> yeah, that's that's problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> darn Fitbit. <laughs> exactly. But I'm getting about two thousand steps just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it tells me all I have to do is eat more, and I can get more steps. So you know, I don't think that's that's not working for me. That's, that's not how it's supposed to work. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Shelly, thank you very much for taking your time to be with us this morning. And thank you for all that you have meant to those realtors in Midland. And uh, I just want to wish you a great 2021. God bless you. And it's a privilege knowing you. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you very much, Don. It's been a privilege. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Business Coaching for Champions with Don Cunningham. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so you don't miss another episode. Make sure to check the show notes for more information shared in today's show. Don would love to hear from you. Please send him a message at don.cunningham at fidelitycoaching.com.
Thank you for listening to Business Coaching for Champions with Don Cunningham. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so you don't miss another episode. Make sure to check the show notes for more information shared in today's show. Don would love to hear from you. Please send him a message at don.cunningham at fidelitycoaching.com.